Holly G with the Golf Insiders. My special guest today is the director of golf at one of my favorite places, favorite resorts, favorite golf courses in not only Florida, but in the USA. It's my pleasure to have Michael Bowery on the show today. Hi, Michael. Hello, Holly. Thanks for having me on. That's quite an introduction. Well, you know, it's hard to believe that some people may not know where Mission Inn is. It is a little off the beaten path here in our backyard of lovely Lake County. Uh, but I can't even imagine when Bud Butcher's father, Nick, discovered this beautiful place back in, when was it? It was actually 1964 is when they purchased it, and it was just a golf course, the Floridan Country Club uh, back then, a standalone golf course with the clubhouse. A lot of people that have, have been coming here for years will remember the golf course up on the hill behind, which is now number four and 13 greens. Right. Uh, yes, let me back up. It, the, the course originally was built in 1917, one of the oldest in the area, probably in the state, correct? And it was by a, a little-known Chicago-based golf course architect. Not sure how he ended up in Howie in the Hills. That's really a, an interesting Florida history story for sure. And you're right, uh, the golf course was built in 1917, and it was designed by a, a gentleman from Chicago by the name of George O'Neill. Uh, that makes El Campeon the 14th oldest course in the state of Florida. Wow. And um, uh, we're a founding member, by the way, of the Florida Historic Golf Trail as well. And uh, Mr. O'Neill was hired by William Howey, who was also from Chicago, who was developing this real estate venture down here in central Florida uh, that was really based on the citrus industry. And he, he hired uh, George O'Neill to come down and design this golf course for him back in 1917. So that's, that's the Chicago connection. And just coincidentally, the Butcher family that bought the golf course, as we just previously mentioned in 1964. They're also from Chicago, the North Shore of Chicago, and uh, so there's a definite Midwestern Chicago connection here in, in Howie and the Hills for sure. Well, that's where my, uh, my parents were from as well, and I know you have a long association with the Butcher family. Can you share a little bit about that and how you ended up coming to Mission Inn? Oh, absolutely. I would love to. Um, I'm originally from the Northwest, grew up in Montana and then raised in Idaho and played a lot of junior golf in that part of the country. Wanted to pursue my golfing career, so I went down to the University of Arizona uh, to play golf. And on the first day of school, you know, they assigned freshmen sort of randomly to dormitories. Uh, three doors down from my dorm room was uh, Bud Butcher, whose family owns the, the Mission and Resort. And Bud and I became friends, and this was back in the mid-'70s. Bud and I became friends and have been friends ever since. In fact, Bud's wife, Jane, uh, was also a student there, and we, we were all friends together. So I've known Bud and his family, his brothers and sisters, really since the mid-'70s. So it's, been, it's really been fun to see our relationship and this resort 
come full circle. Yeah, it sure, sure is. And, you know, it's very unusual today to find a resort property uh, the size of Mission Inn that's still privately owned and family run. I mean, you know, that's that's really quite an accomplishment. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, um, I agree with you completely. We, we, we frequently hear from our groups that have been coming for literally decades um, to play golf here and, and have their, you know, buddy groups here at the Mission Inn. So one of the reasons they come is because we're a family-owned, family-operated resort. We, you know, we don't have that corporate feel to us like a lot of the, the golf resorts in Florida um, and, frankly, around the country anymore uh, do. And it's, it's fairly common um, for one of our golf groups to run across, bump into, talk to multiple owners um, uh, of the resort during their stay, which is really kind of cool. Yeah, and what's also cool is you drive through the gates of Mission Inn, and you suddenly feel like you're in a whole different world. It has very much a a Spanish theme, the entire property and the architecture, but you instantly just feel this serene environment, and um, that's what I love so much, and the golf courses especially, such an experience to play those. Well, I mean, you, you hit the nail right on the head. There's definitely a relaxed vibe here, and, um, you know, that's one of the things that attracted me to it years ago and that really brings back a lot of our golf customers year after year. Our, you know, our level of customer service that we supply, provide them, and the fact that they can just come and relax with their friends and play golf. And, you know, they park their car at the resort and literally uh, never use it during their stay. So it's all very simple and easy here. And it's one of the things that uh, I mentioned. I mentioned uh, some of these golf groups that have been coming for, for all these years. We have one golf group. They call themselves the Howie Classic. Uh, they're from Jacksonville. It's a group of 30 or 40 guys every year in June. They just spent their 45th consecutive year here. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right. And, you know, that's just one of many, many, many groups we have that have come for multiple years. So groups that get that serene vibe, that peacefulness, the high level of customer service on two great golf courses, um, you know, really enjoy coming back year after year for sure. Yeah, let's talk about those two championship courses that have – uh, both assembled quite an impressive list of accolades and uh, achievements. Uh, some of the you know top qualifying events have been hosted there. Many Florida State high school championships. Can you give my listeners a little rundown of of all of the different uh, tournaments that have been hosted here? I oh, love to. We love to tell our story here. And now you're getting into the really good stuff. And uh, indeed, you know, we've we've built our golf brand over the years slowly, and we've done it through relationships that we have in the golf business. And I'll just go over, you know, some of those with you. Um, you mentioned a few of them. Um, we've just finished hosting our second LPGA Symmetra event. That'll be an annual event for us in May. That's uh, 
just a really a great relationship we've developed with the LPGA Tour. They love it here. The players love the golf course. Um, the, the spectators and galleries love to come and watch these young women compete. It's really a it's it's really a, a special week for us, and we're looking forward to hosting many more of these events. We have a multi-year agreement with the LPGA to host these in May now. So yeah, you, you just finished up uh, the 2021 event, and you had a fantastic winner. We did. As a matter of fact, a young lady by the name of Min Lee uh, won the event. And um, the really cool thing was, um, you know, the tour – Picks El Campion because of its uniqueness and its difficulty. It really does separate the, you know, the the really good players from the field. And Min Lee, two weeks later, went on to be in the final group of the LPGA event in California the week that was right after the U.S. Open at Olympic Club. She did uh, at Lake Merced Country Club. She was in the final group. Uh, actually had the lead going into the final round, and coincidentally, uh, or not so coincidentally, she was paired with a, a young lady by the name of Matilda Castron, who won our first Symmetra event back in October. So we had wow. the last two winners of our Symmetra event here at the Mission Inn played in the final group together on television in the LPGA event. Uh, that was held, and Matilda ended up winning by one shot. It was kind of neat because they were talking about the Mission Inn, showing pictures of the Mission Inn, while these girls were battling head-to-head in the final group for the final round. Yeah, fantastic. And also, um, you know, kudos again to the Butcher family because they stepped in during 2020 amidst COVID, uh, I believe, an event that was supposed to happen in Georgia, but, uh, you know, due to the pandemic, uh, they were not able to host it. And uh, they stepped up to the plate and sponsored that in October and then turned around and and uh, sponsored it in May, six months later. That's exactly right. And um, that was a big step for us to take. But, um, you know, I think, you know, if, if you ask Bud and we look back on it, it was absolutely the right thing to do. So we're very excited about the LPGA relationship that we've got um, here with us now. And, um, you know, we, we hope it extends, you know, into the, into the uh, not-so-distant future. And um, we also have a relationship with the PGA Tour. We do two PGA Tour Q schools here. We do one for the McKenzie Tour. Uh, in March, we also do one for the Latino American tour that is in November. So we, we've done several of those over the years. We, uh, again, have a, a long-term relationship with the LPGA tour and under contract to do those events uh, for a couple more years down the road. So that's another piece of our, of our, of our puzzle. We also um, have hosted now uh, 10 consecutive Florida State High School Golf Championships, both boys and girls. Fantastic. That's a fantastic week and a half for us. That typically takes place the end of October, first part of November. That's, uh, that's about a 10-day program where all three classes of schools come and compete. It's really a lot of fun to host them. And, of course, you've been a huge supporter and host of the NCAA Championships. Yeah, that's right, Holly. We, we uh, up until the pandemic hit, we easily had the longest consecutive 
hosting streak in the country of championships and regionals, you know, 27 straight years, I think it was. And um, we've actually got the men's Division three uh, championship coming up next May as well. So that's been a really great relationship for us over the years and has, has been something that we're really proud of. And the, and the, the last piece I'll mention to you is, uh, is that uh, the Florida State Golf Association, uh, those people have been so kind uh, to us and supportive of us. And I feel we've got a, a really great working relationship um, with the FSGA people here as well. You know, we've hosted the Florida Senior Open. We hosted the uh, Florida Women's Amateur just last summer. We're getting ready to host the Florida Junior Championships the uh, end of July. So the FSGA folks have been really fantastic for us. I want to also mention that tied with them, of course, is, is the USGA qualifying events. And we're the only course in Florida this year to host the U.S. Open Qualifier, the U.S. Amateur Qualifier, and the U.S. Mid-Amateur Qualifier. We just finished the U.S. Amateur Qualifier yesterday. Well, I'm also pleased to announce Mission In is our premier partner in our 2021 Central Florida Golf Card. This is the fifth year we're doing our golf card that uh, is being released this week. We're super excited to have both of these incredible courses as part of our golf card. And let's talk some specifics, Michael, because, you know, all this championship uh, conversation, but this is a great golf course, both of them, for any level player. That's what I love about Mission Inn, especially because whether you're a beginning golfer or a you know, very advanced player. You have so many sets of tees, so many different ways these courses can be played, and they're two completely different experiences, and that's really fun. It is indeed. In fact, uh, our new head golf professional, Nicole Quinn, uh, just walked in, and I'll introduce her in just a second. But but we're talking about the playability of both golf courses and the, the tee availability we have that allow all levels of golfers to enjoy both golf courses, Nicole. And um, in, indeed, for sure, you know, uh, Las Colinas, for those of you that don't know, is uh, designed by Gary Koch. Uh, it was designed in 1992. Las Colinas literally means the hills. So it's a hilly golf course, but nothing like El Campeón. El Campeón has got elevation differences up to 85 feet, which is, as you know, unheard of in Florida, really. I'm going to introduce now Nicole Quinn, our new golf head golf professional, to you, Holly. As she'll talk a little bit about the playability of the both golf courses. Nicole is a, um, a real a gift for us, a real blessing. She played her college golf at Auburn University uh, with a full-ride scholarship and is from Windermere originally, came back to Florida, and we were lucky enough to have her here as our head golf professional. So I'll let Nicole chip in just for a couple of minutes about the playability of both golf courses. Oh, hello, Holly. Hi, Nicole. It's a pleasure. We got to meet uh, a few weeks ago at the Symmetra event, and uh, I always love an opportunity to uh, promote women in the game. So congratulations for saying that I love Mission In because it, there are just so many, so many great ways that players of any ability can tee it up at those two courses. Can you share a little more? 
Yeah, absolutely. We do get a, a wide variety of, of play here, as you and Michael were discussing, the Symmetra Tour as well as the PGA uh, qualifiers uh, for Q School. But we do also have the resort here on property, which brings a lot of, um, you know, golf groups. It brings a lot of people who are just getting into the game and um, looking to get out there, but maybe not, um, you know, top-tier players quite yet. So uh, we have the two golf courses, of course, El Campeon and Las Colinas. Um, uh, there's many sets of tees to choose from. We have um, all the way back, the, you know, the tips for, for people who want to play a long, hard golf course. And then we have all the way up to the red tees for the ladies. We have a, a senior tee. And we also have an option for um, – Players that may be switching to that senior tee but not quite ready to play that sort of a course, it's our, our challenger tee, which is a mix between the gold tees and the white tees. So I love that. I love a that. A wide variety of, of tees to choose from, uh, which gives us six tees on, on both golf courses, you know, between the blacks and the reds. Um, and then built into our Las Colinas golf course, we have El Dorado, which is an executive course. Um, same greens, that way, say a husband who plays golf, you know, quite a bit, wants to play the, the blacks, and then his wife is getting into the game, she's able to play along with him and um, play the same greens in the same course but have a much different experience on a much shorter golf course. So it, it, we really do have an option for everyone, no matter where they're at, with their golf game to come out and have a good time. That is brilliant. I don't know of uh, many courses that offer that where you literally can feel like you're you're playing along too. And I hope uh, I hope more more courses start to start to do that. So let's let's talk about some of the signature holes. You've got a, a great three hole loop as you're coming down uh, the end of 18 on El Campeon. There's the par four 16th hole, which has its own island green, if you will, a la the, the Players' Championship. Then you have a, a really challenging par four, number 17, which I believe is called Devil's Delight. And then a gorgeous 18th uh, hole that finishes by the, by the clubhouse and loops around the lake there. It's, it's just such a spectacular finish. It's a great way to finish off a great golf course. It's challenging last few holes. As you mentioned, number 16 is its a shorter par four, but it's a very hard hole. It's surrounded by – the green is surrounded by a bunker and then by water. So it has its own island green there, um, and it can definitely be a challenging hole if you um, don't play it smart, right? Right. And then to number 17, which is actually a par five, um, as you said, it's the number one handicap hole on the golf course, and it's definitely a challenge finishing up that round. Um, as you get down towards the green, there is a, a large tree that you can't quite see from the tee box or, you know, even your second shot as far as, you know, where it blocks your angle from the green. So it's definitely um, a placement hole, as some would call it. Uh, and then you get into 18, which is a, a – Long par, uh, long par four that, depending on the wind, can play very long to carry that water. Um, so it, it is. It's a, it's a good last few holes. It makes it, it fun for, for those last few holes of the qualifiers and big events to watch those players come down and, um, you know, to the last stroke at many times. Yeah, you better save an extra protein bar in your bag because you don't want to lose your focus on uh, those last few holes. You also get some tremendous views on El Campeon because as 
uh, Michael mentioned, you have close to 85 foot of elevation on several of uh, the tea boxes. And it, it is one of the, the prettiest views in all of Central Florida. It is, yes, especially, like Michael said, it's really that type of elevation in, in Florida is almost unheard of. You know, Florida is known for its nice but very flat golf courses for for the most part. Um, so there's a few holes where, you know, a number four going up the hill and number 13 going up the hill that, you know, you have a, a, a basically close to the highest point in Florida, you know, so you're it's a shorter hole that plays very long due to the elevation, and from the top of that hill, it's a really great view, and it brings you up there near the condos and the resort, and then, um, you know, there's holes where you go back down that hill, and it, it plays a nice dog leg, number 14, par 5, back down the hill, and um, leading to number 15, which is a, a par 3 with a almost, uh, it's a partial island green, so it's really, the views out there are great, and um, especially in the mornings and the evenings, it's some of the, the prettiest golf courses that you'll see Absolutely. here and around around the country. Absolutely, make, make sure your cell phone's charged up because you'll want to take a right. lot of pictures, a lot of pictures. Um, and, and Holly, let me, let me add to that a little bit. Um, uh, Nicole touched on it. You know, the tallest point in Florida really is at Sugar Mountain. I'm sorry, Sugar Loaf Mountain, which is 312 feet above sea level is all. Uh, and we're very close to that that point. We're about 200 feet above sea level when you're up there on number four and 13 green. So, you know, we're we're almost not quite to the top of Florida, but close. And for those who may not know uh, really geographically where where Howie is, it's it's uh, just it's it's east of Claremont and uh, in the back uh, yard of Mount Bird, correct? That's correct. That's correct. And you know that's the reason that we've done so much golf commercial filming here over the years because the production companies from L.A. and New York uh, love to come here and film because they can make El Campeon appear to be not only a Florida golf course, but they can make it look like a golf course from the Northeast, the Midwest, with its hills and trees. So if your listeners are watching a lot of golf on television, odds are the commercials they're watching were filmed here at the Mission Inn Resort, mostly on El Campeon. We also have done some filming on Las Colinas, but most of the golf commercials that we film, and there have been many of them, uh, have been uh, on El Campeon. So let's talk about Las Colinas because, again, you mentioned Gary Koch uh, was the designer, and this would be more of a, you know, typical Florida course, wide open fairways, lots of water. Uh, share, share about Las Colinas. All right, yes. So Las Colinas, you know, many people, just because of the challenge that El Campeon presents, consider Las Colinas to be an easier golf course. But it's, it's still a pretty challenging track, you know, especially from the back tees. It plays long. Um, I'd say, you know, depending on the hole, the fairways are a little bit wider. But it's still, uh, I wouldn't consider it wide open. It's got its own challenge. There's a lot of water. Uh, there's a lot of trees and, and marsh and things like that. It definitely um, presents its own challenge as well. Uh, we have a lot of people that love and prefer to play Las Colinas. It's just a much different course, and it's great that we have the variety here. Yes, and I'll point out that, Las Colinas was nominated as the best new resort course when it opened in 1992, and it's 
been featured in Best Places to Play by Golf Digest. It's ranked very high by Golf Advisor. It stands up uh, equally as well to El Campeon. And, uh, you know, I think that's what's so much fun is that for people that come and do a stay and play, and I highly recommend that to my listeners, even those uh, right in the neighborhood, because let's face it, after COVID, we're all, you know, feeling a, a, the need to get out and about. But this is something where you don't have to drive too far, and you can feel like you've uh, gone across the country, maybe, to Arizona or New Mexico or Southern California, and it's, it's right in our backyard. Yeah, that's right. It gives you the opportunity, you know, to come and stay and play both golf courses and maybe get in an extra round on El Dorado and just enjoy, you know, everything that the resort has to offer. Well, if any of my listeners are interested in in getting a a golf lesson uh, when they come and play the course, too, what what are the offerings there? Yeah, of course. We... um, we offer instruction here. I, I give lessons myself, and I also have um, three assistant professionals that give lessons as well. Um, we offer private lessons. If a couple would like a lesson while they're here on their stay, we can definitely do that as well. And really, depending on what the guest is looking for, we can, we can get something set up for them. And one thing I might also point out is uh, we are in the summer season where it tends to, you know, dump the liquid sunshine um, in the afternoons. But the other thing I love about Mission Inn is you can get a shower. You'll never know it. Uh, you know, the sand and the rolling hills just um, just really makes it evaporate so quickly. You can, you can play it any any time, no matter what the weather. Yeah, you're, you're right there. It, it does. We're, we're lucky to have two golf courses that drain very well. Um, the rain here avoids us, you know, also very well for the most part as we're surrounded by by lakes, um, so we're, we're lucky we're in a good spot, and, um, you know, for example, this morning, we've gotten quite a bit of rain, the golf courses still look great, and everyone is still out there playing, so. No doubt, we can't get enough of, of, of golf right now, and uh, right. again, just uh, so, um, so thankful and grateful that you have uh, participated in our 2021 Central Florida Golf Cart, so to my listeners, this is an extra special chance to check out both of these two championship award-winning golf courses here in the Orlando area. And I really thank you, Nicole Quinn, head golf professional, and Michael Bowery, the director of golf, for spending some time with the Golf Insiders today. Great. Thanks for having us, Holly. Thank you, Holly.